0: Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Today, we continue in this short book of 2 Peter, where Peter's just, he's reminding us of so many important truths that help us to remain firm and wise as we we look around at this world that's really, it can be hard to live following Christ in it. Now, chapter 2 of, of 2 Peter is really, it's all about false teachers. It's about those who teach the wrong thing for the wrong reasons, for the wrong motives. Those who really are, um, they are, uh, they're a blight on the Christian community. They do so much damage. And, uh, and there's just, you know, we could talk about all the different angles that he talks about. But I want to land on on one verse that I think encapsulates the uh the role of false teachers and really it reveals much of their motive and it also gives us some cues when we're hearing about people that are teaching people that are popular it gives us some cues and how we can think about many of the teachers in our world today and if we're able to signal in and understand some of what's going on in addition to the way they're teaching it can give us some insight into whether they're a false teacher or not. So let me uh let me show you this one verse, this one clarifying verse today. It's 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 14. And speaking of these false teachers, here's what it says: it says, They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin, they entice unsteady souls, and they have hearts trained in greed. Accursed children. Now, th- there's a few things happening here that if we pull this one verse apart and we hold many of the teachers that are popular in our world, we hold them up to this, we can begin to see some of what's going on here. The first thing I want you to see is, is it says they have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. Now, he- here's what I want us to look at. I want us to look at the the reality that false teachers, they pervert God's view of, of sexuality. So someone might say they're a Christian. Someone might hold up the Bible. And they might say, this is, you know, I'm a, I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. I'm a teacher. But if they ignore what God has made very clear about human sexuality and, and about sexual practice, well, listen, I'm just going to cut right through all the fog. They are a false teacher. They, they are they are allowing what God has said is not right. They're bending and breaking God's design. Uh, see, here's God's design. God, God made sex, and he made sex to be between a man and a woman, and He made it to be confined to that covenant of marriage. And so any other sexual practice outside of that would be considered uh, it would be considered immoral. And so false teachers today, they not only uh, teach that marriage can be all other different kinds of definitions, but oftentimes they practice that. They, they themselves have lustful hearts. They themselves have, oftentimes there's, there's multiple um, obvious accusations of them stepping outside of marriage. And oftentimes it wants to, they just want to sweep it under the rug. They want to say, well, you know what? God's grace forgives and so I can continue to move forward without actually dealing with the reality that they have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. Secondly, they entice unsteady souls. You know, oftentimes false teachers, they prey upon those who are immature in the faith. They prey upon those who are going through great difficulty. And because someone is immature or because someone is going through great difficulty, they have this incredible vulnerability. Someone who's immature has not yet learned how to discern what is true and what's false. And someone who's going through great difficulty, oftentimes they're they're unsteady because they're just they're their world has been rocked, and they're willing to look for any kind of teaching that will soothe them, whether it's true or false. And so, those that are false teachers, they, they have just a keen awareness of this, and they pick up on them. And so, they entice unsteady souls, and finally, they have their hearts trained in greed. You know, we uh, we don't have to go far to look at false teachers that. They, they talk about themselves and their wealth and their, their pursuit of wealth, and they, they claim that this is God's blessing upon their lives. And so their pursuit is they want many people to give as much as possible to them in their ministry, not for the work of the ministry, but so that they could have lavish lifestyles, so that they could have everything and anything this world offers, they're unaccountable in the way they spend their ministry resources. And really, it's because their hearts are trained in greed. Here's what you see with a false teacher. Sexually, they're, they're sinful. They, they prey upon those who are going through difficulty. And they—they they ultimately, they're looking after themselves in a greedy way. They're selfish. This is why Peter writes, Accursed children. These folks are so far from God and yet they act as though they're the spokesperson for God. Now, <clears throat> how do how does this meet us today in our ancient way for our modern day? You know, this is really, this is a warning. This is a warning for those who are um, listening to... Maybe all sorts of different YouTube videos, and I recognize you. You might be watching me on YouTube. Well, thank you for watching me. Thank you for uh, trusting me. But but even what I say, you have to test that. Say, what is what seems to be the motive behind any kind of ministry? Uh, do they do they soften God's instructions about sexual uh, the sexual design that God has made? Do they seem to be? Do they seem to be angling to to connect with people that are at the worst moments in their life, and doing that not so they can care for that person, but so that they can use that person? And and, and does a minister or does a teacher? Do they do they really seem to have this this uh, this desire for the things of this world more than a desire for the truth, regardless of what it costs them? You know, I, I hope that I pass those tests. But but more than that, I would encourage you to everything you listen to, everything you read, everything you hear, from uh, YouTube videos to even the songs that you listen to on radio, uh, to test it, to test it and say what what is being taught here, what, what what seems to be the the lifestyle, is it a lifestyle of godliness or is it a lifestyle of compromise? See, this is this is a very helpful, very difficult topic, but a very helpful topic. And this is our ancient way for our modern day, is to be willing to, to take a long, hard look at the lives of those we're listening to and be able to distinguish whether they're a false teacher or a true teacher. And this is part of how we do that.